fraternal greetings and a warm welcome to India's first and only Freemasonic podcast, The Ashlers, a unique podcast that is hosted by Masons aiming to share information and the timeless wisdom around Freemasonry with the rest of the world, thus sharing the light of Masonry far and wide. As a disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions shared by the hosts and participants on the Ashlers is solely their own and thus do not represent any official positions or proclamations of any Grand Lords thereof. Be assured that best efforts have been made to keep the conversations and presentations on the level for brethren and non-Masons alike. Hello and welcome folks to yet another episode of The Ashlers. This is season 2. Now we are coming to the closure of this season and things are just getting excited with every single episode. Uh, I'm sure you can get that from my voice. Uh, And you know season 3 is going to get even more interesting. The theme is you know going to give you more insight into what masonry in India is all about. But let me not hijack our current episode because this episode is having a very important word in it. This one is all about, is Freemasonry still relevant today? Or is it not? If it is, how? And that is the question we're going to answer. So with that being said, I'll hand it over to Rinesh, who will talk about a little on what the paper generally is about and the author. So Rinesh, over to you. Hey, thank you very much, uh, Shishir. So I think the key word or rather the key words in this uh, title of the paper is relevant and today. So the point is, we are actually going to discuss a paper. And this paper has been written by our right worshipful brother, Zaware Wadia. He is a member of Lodge Hamilton number 26 in Surat under the Grand Lodge of India. So when I got this paper, and uh, this is all thanks to right worshipful brother Rajiv Sethi, who actually had compiled a a lot of papers and got a book called The Quest, which I was fortunate enough to get my hands on. And I had requested him that I had seen some of these articles. Obviously, he was kind enough, uh, right Vashul Brothers, Rajiv City was kind enough to uh, give me permission to use all the articles over there. And this article, right, this was one of the first few articles which I was looking at it. But when Shishir and I discussed about it, we were like, let's bring it at the later part because we want to make sure that people understand, go through what is going on to come to that segment because we were obviously starting just after COVID or I think we, you and I just started during that whole uh, COVID uh, second wave uh, or rather the first wave I think it was actually happening. So we knew that many people obviously were looking up to finding out about Freemasonry, knowing all these things and yes with that whole uh, fun fair which was there many of those guys actually joined us as well. But the question remains that in today's date, after we have seen what was supposed to be seen, or uh, sorry, what we were never supposed to be seen, a pandemic which doesn't seem to uh, end, or rather it's creating problems everywhere, and we part of this group of called Freemasons, what exactly is happening around us? Was Freemasonry helping us? Was Freemasonry not helping us? If they are not helping us, Why are they not helping us? If they are helping us, how are they helping us? All these were the questions which some of the guys actually have. And Shishir, you and I have witnessed it with the number of people who actually come to our lodge meetings in today's date. 
there are certain times some lodges will like suddenly have a huge crowd why because they suddenly felt that whole missing although you know what i have not actually been in lodge meetings for so many months now thanks to this covid so i would definitely want to continue coming some folks who when who actually were very used to come very less right they suddenly started coming more because they said you know what i'm done sitting on my own i i want a group now so that's why they came similarly you also have some set of people who stopped coming altogether they realized that they had something else and at that moment you suddenly start questioning what's happening and that is exactly what i felt or rather what shishir and i both felt when we were reading this paper and that's exactly what we are delving into so first of all thank you very much uh, right pashupati zawarewadia for writing this beautiful paper and thank you very much right pashupati rajiv sethi for giving us the permission to use this paper thanks so much brother and that's a very important intro because you actually touched upon some very important points so folks let me ask you this simple question what is relevance are we relevant today are you relevant today is anything relevant today if it is then what is relevance you know that's it, it might seem like a rhetorical question but honestly uh as i was reading this paper it you know the one of the few things that hit my mind immediately was if we talk about corporate world today or even business right the 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 technology changes so rapidly these days that what was new and the latest cutting edge you know uh, technology back in january 2023 is now going to be phased out very soon by the end of this year hell even our phones are not that relevant these days right pretty much here and near so think about masonry how can we say masonry is relevant today well for a fraternity that has at least in its formal currently familiar existence it's been like over 300 years but it existed even before that possibly going back millennia or so so for something to have subsisted since so long back to ask this question i think is extremely relevant no matter if it is today if it was 500 years ago or 500 years into the future or maybe if that's too long let's say 10 years 15 20 years into the future i think asking this question is very important it doesn't matter who you are if you are to survive in this world i think uh, finding the honest answer to this question is important so th- i think that is where this paper really shines it brings up some very important points that we will delve into uh, you know in in further detail so that being said let me hand it back to rinesh to give his take on what is relevant and he will try and put that in context with the paper we have today rinesh over to you yeah thanks shishir uh, so i'm just reading a point from this paper or rather an excerpt from the paper it says as we look around us today what do we find frustration unhappiness demands of rights and neglect of duties now many of these demands in the modern world have brought new predicaments to confront us such as religious intolerance fundamentalism declining family bonds immortality and unhealthy competitiveness now mankind in present times is troubled confused and worried about his future existence now this moment when you suddenly read this right or rather when i was reading it i suddenly made me feel like whoa should i continue reading this should i make myself feel that there is something definitely wrong around me but the aspect which the paper wants to talk about it it's it's not trying to do a lot it's actually trying to tell you or rather concentrate upon you as an individual and in this case you listeners in 
asking that right question so that you get the right answer the doomsday sayers back to the paper it says are making the matters worse by their perverted predictions in order to find solace and comfort mankind often fall prey to the malicious design of fake men and charlatans who take advantage of their overstressed frame of mind so in such a scenario how does freemasonry work simple the principles of freemasonry if properly explained and digested would be acceptable and welcomed by mankind in their search for tranquility and peace beautiful you know why because tomorrow if you're sitting in front of a person who actually has some good knowledge about certain things and if he's just blabbering something about it it becomes a bit difficult to understand and there are times sorry to say we do do that and shishir you have seen me doing that once in a while suddenly i get excited and i'm telling you so many things you are like dude nothing came in my head like everything literally like just flew past by me or so i might ask you or i might ask yeah. you the question where did we start from and where are we now <laughs> exactly exactly right like that happens why because the other person has is not knowing his audience like what exactly the audience wants now tomorrow i am not going to talk to a goat and explain him uh, some concept of physics dude that's a goat it's not possible now on the other hand if i was a goat i would have had a very good uh, meaningful discussion with that person with that goat other goat but on the same case tomorrow if i'm talking with shishir if i'm talking with my father if i'm talking with my wife that the audience changes so we need to know how to actually present the topic accordingly certain people the wavelength matches so i know if i if i know that shishir has actually watched the us series the office and if i crack a joke about from that series it's easier for him to understand imagine somebody who has never seen that episode or sorry who has never seen that series or even as a matter of fact even heard about it then what that's exactly what this point talks about when there is a limited aspect of relevancy which this paper is talking about and that is exactly what this paper wants to emphasize on that's an interesting point you bring in and especially the point of you know uh, going on and on about something i think uh, the way i see it you know it's about not being preachy but um, yes. trying yes. to you know show you that there's something there you know giving you just enough information uh, sort of like handling uh, handing you the tools and letting you know how it works and then letting you figure it out and then help you course correct along the way right so in that way it it becomes an experience for that person they learn on their own they discover things on their own and i think that way the appreciation further increases you know very personal and you know very you know achievement focused kind of a manner right uh, i think that's that's what makes uh, any experience enjoyable imagine riding a bike maybe a gearless scooter you know to keep things simple imagine learning to drive that on your own without anyone sitting behind you or telling anything uh, you would feel like you're on top of the world right uh, yeah. so that being said there's another important point this paper talks about it says freemasonry truly is a way of life i find that a very important point because we have delved on this in different ways in our previous episodes as well uh, especially in season 1 i think episodes 1 and 2 we have covered this one very quintessential question about masonry that anyone who's not a freemason would ask is masonry a religion 
<laughs> this pops up every now and then right no it's not a religion it's a way of life so the, the the main reason why it is a way of life is simply because masonry has very simple set of principles and values that it talks about throughout its ceremonies and rituals and whatever these are principles or you might call it rules or you might call it you know uh, suggestions maybe uh, that you can find in any religious book you open any such religious book you will find it there it might be referred to in some different way it might be called something else but the basic core remains the same right so masonry is a way of life you understand masonry you apply it in your life in your own way but by making sure that those principles those teachings are not muddled right if something says that try to look out for your fellow man or woman right try to look out for each other the basic idea is that be such a person who can help others right if if you twist or distort that to uh, feed your own personal agenda then that is where you kind of go wrong <laughs> so at the end of the day these are very simple set of principles apply it in your life and that makes you from a better person uh, makes you from a good person into a better person now there are a few points here but before going into that uh, i want to ask ranesh uh, what does he think about masonry being a way of life is masonry a way of life for you ranesh uh, i actually wanted to question you first right or rather <laughs> when you said that freemasonry is a way of life right people who are not masons or who have doubts on freemasonry they will come up and say oh yeah of course you are going to say that because you are the one who are there in that group so you will obviously feel that's the right thing but why exactly did uh, did shishir say this why exactly do you think i want to talk about it or why does the paper also talk about it now way of life is a very uh, what do you call broad term right like what i learned from my parents what i learned in my school what i learned with my friends that actually shapes me uh, gives me that idea on how exactly i need to treat uh, or other work around my surrounding now that helps you to live this life same thing is with any of the religious organization you would have been part of you will be you would be part of uh, that goes for the same alumni group you would be part of that goes for the same charitable organization you would be part of uh that would also be the same in your own house as i mentioned because your parents and your family members actually shape you freemasonry it becomes a part of your life because you obviously attend the meetings regularly you interact with the brethren around you you uh, meet their families you go on maybe picnic trips or picnic wow what, what an old term right now um, you may be going on treks around you or uh, you will actually meet them up catch up for a ride around the town or whatever They're like i remember i think shishir you and i were talking about that the next uh, meeting of a region is happening in mysore and you were talking about rinesh where are you going to stay put and i was telling oh luckily for me there is a family over there so obviously i can be I, i'll be taken care of and that's when he was like oh shoot okay let me do one thing let me figure out others who are also going and find out so see what what exactly are we doing we are trying to find a group who is going to the same place among freemasons so what exactly are we doing we are literally following those principles or the entire aspect of freemasonry around us now isn't that a way of life of course i'm saying freemasonry for me is a way of life for the same fact a christian will come up and say that for him 
the going to the church reading the bible understanding the values is actually a way of life for him because he is trying to emulate those things in his life same thing goes for a muslim same thing goes for a hindu same thing goes for a sikh everyone that's for the religion same thing goes for an alumni guy i know somebody in my in in my uh, acquaintance right he is a project manager and he has gone so deep into project management i'm saying so deep because he has actually got enough number of certification whereas i'm still trying to figure out which one to complete yet so he has gone to that level of doing certification understanding the principles teaching about it and he's the, and he's the one who told me and you know what project management helps me in making everything organized around me i'm like perfect now that's a way of life for you because you in future are going to do the same thing so how freemasonry is different it isn't the moment you are part of a group the moment the group is part of you you automatically will copy those principles copy those tenets the 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 point which shishir was mentioning about certain attributes which these group gives you right these are like your tenets these are some philosophical stuff which actually you will incorporate now some of them are very interesting you know what uh going back to what these are the most common one in freemasonry which we always say is making good men better it's a very very amazing line you are making good men better somebody came and told asked me oh so can a bad man join and can you make him good i'm like and obviously this is my first year in freemasonry i was like huh good question can i do that that's when this paper has a very beautiful line and i'm going to read it out the first paragraph of this line which comes under the header making good ones better Freemasonry was never intended as a refuge for fallen men in need of reformation. It doesn't save souls, cure alcoholism, reform straying husbands or put chiseling CEOs back on the road to honesty. In fact, its rules and customs are specifically designed to keep such men out. Freemasonry has always had standards of conduct for members and hopefuls. It literally means I can't just like randomly pick up some wrong person over there. You know what? You need to change your life and Freemasonry is the right way for you. Come and join us and you will become better. No, 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 no. Stop your horses there and that's it. That's not what we do. We are not here to try to change any human being. We know you are good. That's the reason why you have actually come in the door of the lodge or you have been introduced by somebody. Most of the time what happens? Your family members, your friends are the ones who would have actually told you you know what my friend is actually interested in freemasonry i know him for so many years i'm absolutely uh, good i am absolutely know that this person is going to be the right fit and that's when that person comes in we are not opening up shops over here freemasonry has never and will never and is never ever going to do this please understand this freemasonry never recruits anybody it's not a recruiting agency we do not have a big flashy board outside to say hey you want to be better come inside and join us no yes I, we definitely do have to have a board just, oh sorry yeah can i just add yeah. one more thing so yes, you know yes. just to put it also in some context you know uh, this is not a rehab <laughs> yes yes i think that's a, yeah that's right see i blabbered so much and you just gave one word <laughs> <laughs> so you know i so let me also put it uh, put it like this right uh it very specifically says making good men better which means that the base standard itself is that you are in good standing in society and in yourself right so you're not a criminal so to speak not that 
criminals can become better people if they if they have the will there is a way of course but basically you're talking broadly the basic standard itself is that you are a person of good standing in society and you want to get better now there are multiple ways you could do that you could mm. you know go for spirituality you can become a religious person whatever it might be freemason is one of those options it's not yes. a different drop down in the website of getting better it is one of the options in the drop down of getting better or i rather say it, it, it is not a radio button it's a checkered it's a box so you can take it's as many box. boxes as you want perfect <laughs> <laughs> couple of it guys bringing it to masonry <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Well, well with that Ashishil I'll move on to the next two more points. One, it builds confidence. The lodge lets you bond with a small group of men from all walks of life and get to know them on an individual basis. So performing these uh, ceremonies gives those people confidence and experience in public speaking, connecting with other folks and trying to make the meeting happen. Imagine the work which you actually might have to do in this. now it all depends okay what you want to do how you want to do and the end result is what matters i know folks when i was uh, reading these portions and i have to remember these portions and uh, say those portions with all the panache which i can actually add i went ahead and asked folks on how they were doing it somebody told me that i have written it down i remember the entire portion and i start writing it down then uh, they talk up somebody said that i remembered the portion once or oh, sorry i read the portion once or twice then i recorded myself and so when i'm going to office or when i'm actually have some free time or i go for a walk i listen to them some person said oh you know what i can't do any of those things so most of the time i just try to buy it as much as possible somebody said that i they actually ask their better half or their parents to actually listen to them when they are remembering these portions imagine that's how exactly it should work right like you are using every other possibility to make it and that kind of builds that confidence i i know people who when they joined they were not they were so shy that they couldn't even open their mouth to say hi to that fact that now they stand in front and deliver lectures on freemasonry because they are they have gotten into that whole zeal of doing something similarly freemasonry also helps in fostering brotherly love now what is brotherly love it's brings together men who might otherwise would have not met each other and it removes the social economical uh, racial religious and political lines which we have drawn these lines by the way are all superficial that's what i believe at least so they have removed those things tomorrow when i meet somebody in the lodge room in inside a meeting right and as soon as i come to know he's from some other place i am more than happy to invite him talk about freemasonry in his place in his lodge in his country and then i just imagine what what exactly we have got a common point and then we talk about it which kind of helps us and that just paves the path to more civility to make sure that we talk about everything and anything without offending each other without having to worry also that that person is filthy rich or that person is like from a different uh, caste or region or religion no nothing nothing it doesn't matter it automatically that that feeling that bonding comes in and that bonding comes in through this one of the organization i have always said this before also by the way your alumni group of your college your school your any group whichever you are you will have that same feeling somebody had asked me how different is freemasonry maybe from the military forces i said i don't think there is the reason is in a military force also i have seen two military guys talking to each other one of them talking about which group they are the other ones 
asking about the same thing and he said oh, i'm in that other group oh wow so we both came from kadakwasla we actually did uh, go through nda through these things and then they started talking about all that and then that whole bond which they had was superb i saw them actually exchanging numbers and they're like hey you know i know you are a commander i know your chief i know this wow just imagine just imagine the, the they found a commonality between the each, between each of them which was their organization which was nda for them for us at least these this group is freemasonry i actually can talk casually very very freely with another brother with another mason who is from us or who is from nigeria or who is from south america and that level of commonality you know there was uh, so before i joined masonry the person that uh, who was a master at that point of time um, i asked him this question that uh, let's say i become a mason in india and for whatever reason i happen to go to the us and i want to join over there what would be the process i mean would they uh, recognize the fact that i'm an indian mason or will it will will they take me as you know some new person who's joining and everything starts from scratch he said the fact that they know you are a mason regardless of where you might be from is more than enough for them to you know accept you with open arms because you have been put into a certain you know uh, uh, like a certain mold of sorts where they know that okay if he's been part of it and he's got references from his lords and what not we already know that this person has been trusted by others who follow the same precepts and principles that we follow right so that's i think the power of uh, fraternity let me put it that way that's a power of fraternity commonality where even a random us mason would still understand what i'm talking about uh, and i would understand what he's talking about if we were to get down and have a discussion on masonry now there are three other points in this paper uh, where the first one he says about offering relief Uh, now what is relief we we spoke about pandemic and the kind of suffering a lot of people had to go through pretty much everyone suffered in one way or the other right but there were also people who even though having going having gone through those difficulties still were willing to watch out for uh, their fellow human beings in their community in their city went out did whatever they could i remember a lot of camps being held where oxygen exchanges and oxygen cylinders were provided to people who couldn't breathe properly because of you know covid injection uh, infection and what not so masonry is something where you know providing relief or doing charitable acts is a very central very fundamental core aspect uh, of of masonry and again uh, you know uh, this is something that i've probably repeated earlier as well uh, going out there doing something for someone does not necessarily mean that you have to spend money money is not charity spending your time spending your effort giving a knowledge you know uh, or just something as giving your time to someone so they can just vent whatever is there in their heart and mind even that could be a charity so you know in there are many ways to give relief so again that drop down has many check marks you can choose what you want to do the other one he talks about is searching for truth uh, this is a little deep if you think about it searching for truth some people head over to the mountains some people you know immerse themselves in whatever charitable work they want to do again it's it's your ball game do whatever you want but for clarity in this paper he says this one very let, let me read this verbatim okay searching for truth lodges are not places of worship 
and lord's meetings and rituals are not intended as a substitute for going to a temple mosque gurudwara or a church freemasonry does encourage its members to take more active roles in their religious communities however masonry even today remains a strong advocate of religious tolerance i think that is such an important line especially in today's time where there is a lot of polarizing thoughts that you know is seeping into people's minds all said and done you look at a human being in front of you he or she doesn't matter what do you see first or what do you notice first about them a person in front of you or uh, insert label here in front of you right i think that's what is important if you look past the bias the labels i think that is where your search for truth actually begins from there because people are people <laughs> the last point in this one is about you know providing timeless principles see i said this earlier also right in in the beginning of this episode that the principles of masonry are very simple it has been reduced to a very basic but very broad uh, you know aspect of it if i were to say just be a good person now being a good person could be interpreted in countless ways and my definition and ranesh's definition and your definition could be slightly different but you know if i were to say that okay being a good person is uh, means that you are someone who's uh, not hurting anyone around you and not hurting yourself you're taking care of everyone i think that in a in one way is also meaning a good person taking care of someone the people around you anyone who needs help you do that you know you give them that help but at the same time you also take care of yourself maybe you're ensuring you don't you're not into any wrong habits you exercise and eat properly you know those are all again parts that can make a good person right again i'm being very broad here deliberately because like i said our definitions can be way off um so those are some important points that this paper brings but beyond that there are a few questions that this paper brings up and for those questions i'll hand it back to ranesh when analyzing the relevancy of freemasonry in our own lives we should evaluate its four main aspects that's what the paper points out is freemasonry relevant to my daily life do other people regard my being a mason as affecting my attitudes and actions uh has it proved any relevance to me basically okay and uh, has freemasonry as an organization any relevance to the present societies in which it exists finally does society regard our masonic body as relevant to solving the present or the future problems of human society now instead of answering each of them what we are going to do is we are going to just talk about four different points like uh, and and obviously before that point i would like to hand over to sushil who will talk about what is the first and most important aspect that we need to be we need to talk about freemasonry we in the sense masons need to talk about freemasonry and that thing in in this paper let me read that line as it is it says first and foremost we ourselves need to be convinced that our belonging to the craft is of value to us as individuals this is a very simple but very profound line the way i think about it um there was a friend of mine long long time back he said one line why do we love someone because we love ourselves we don't want to be alone because we are a social creature we need company we crave company we we crave that familiarity 
you get two people together if they don't agree on something they want to be far apart from each other but if they agree on something they you can't separate these guys right so at the end of the day you join the craft out of your own will and accord anyone who is a freemason especially those who might have been newly initiated will recall this line right you come out of your own free will and accord meaning no one has forced you to join masonry no one has requested you no one has told you ordered you or anything you come out of your own uh, you know your own free will you joined great and now what well if you don't identify with the craft or masonry in this case or if you feel that you're not getting value or not able to add value to it as an individual then no matter how hard you try uh, it it becomes like it becomes it feels like a job it feels like doing a chore it feels like doing some work you're not enjoying it you're doing it for the heck of it or you're doing it to oblige someone maybe so i think that is a very important point that he brings uh, over here that we ourselves need to be convinced that we are belonging to the craft and at an individual level we see the value in it there are four questions here in fact that he is uh, posting so let me bring those questions up has a man's need to socialize with others changed with uh, with the times has the need for close fraternal feelings completely given way to the need of personal achievement only and one upmanship has the need to discuss or ponder on moral issues ceased to exist do all these changes necessi- necessitate a change of our moral principles if you think about it we as people we kind of stand at this juncture where you know we really need to ask ourselves these questions at times like very first question that he says has a man's need to socialize with others changed with the times i don't think it has changed our motivations could have changed in some measure but again going back to the very basics of it we are social creatures so we do need to socialize and we need to connect with each other right same thing if i pick up the third question that he says has a need to discuss or ponder on moral issues cease to exist no we see a lot of things happening around us a lot of it could be moral a lot of it could be immoral but can you keep quiet about it would you not have a point of view on it maybe you can't change the world but you definitely would like to say something about it right so your need to express that has it gone away no in today's time in fact it has even increased just go to social media and i'll give you a funny example i joined some groups where uh, it's about gym and fitness and all of that and then someone spoke about uh, you know hey i do xyz exercise in certain way uh, am i doing it right and my god you should see the comments i don't know from where to where they went in that but the person simple question just turned into a moral dilemma in some weird manner and the guy had to finally close that post so people are very vocal today right so that's the whole point here rinish what do you think man you actually touched the right point about this paper because uh, as i was saying i think i had told this earlier also this paper does not just give you the answer on a platter 
it kind of makes you want to think about it and that's exactly what any paper should do sometimes it it's not a paper wherein you will say oh you know what a plus b equal to c so how exactly is it and this is how it is but on the other hand this paper gives you these questions makes you think about it on what grounds are we actually coming up as in where are we coming and standing what are we talking about this whole socializing aspect or why the relevancy comes into place now these four questions right actually hits the nerve and to answer these questions the paper has actually dwelled on four very interesting points and we are going to cover those four points stay tuned for part 2 of this amazing discussion there's a lot more to go folks so be ready to listen on That just about wraps it up folks. We sincerely hope that you liked our episode and got a glimpse into the fascinating world of Freemasonry. And what better way than to hear about it from those who are the humble members of the Gentle Craft. If you have any queries about what we shared on this episode or generally on this podcast or even about Freemasonry, please check out the show notes for links to the Grand Lords of India's website. or feel free to write us an email please do look forward to the next episode